My name is Sean Rapier, and I love Disneyland. I love the attractions, the food, the parades. Really, I love it all. And when I can't actually be at the parks, I love talking to other Disneyland superfans. That's why I created this podcast. In each episode, a rotating group of co-hosts and I will break down what really makes Disneyland the happiest place on earth. So let's leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. This is the Castle Collective. Welcome to another episode of the Castle Collective. I am Sean Rapier, and today joining me, uh, one of my favorite members of the Collective, Mr. Bryce Randall. How are you, Bryce? I'm pretty sweet, dude. How are you? Um, Could not be better. We're here now coming up on, what, six months without a Disneyland to go to? Yeah, you know, um, I was there. I was in California Adventure, I think, two nights before it all shut down. So I'm excited for today's episode because we get to talk a little bit about where I was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, so out of uh, I don't know if it's desperation or just the the fact that we can. You and I both have Disney World trips coming up. When when are you booked for? (laughs) Uh, September 15th of 2021. (laughs) You booked it for one year out. I got desperate. I haven't even told you this yet, but uh, I am booked for December 4th through 9th. Yeah, I I booked mine in June. So it was like, you know, back in June, I was like, this will all be over by next September for sure. Yeah. And now (laughs) who knows, man. But um, but, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. Where are you going to stay? We're actually staying at the uh, Dolphin. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've never stayed there before. So yeah. It's a by the uh, mini golf property. So yeah. yeah. By the mini and golf apparently course. Apparently we can we can walk to Epcot as well. So yeah, I've fun. I've played at that mini golf course. There's a Fantasia Gardens thing there. Have you played there before? Yeah, no, I've never been there, but we're going to this time and I have seen it. So yeah, um, I'm excited. Not great with the two year old. Would not recommend <laughs> uh, just mini golf in general with the two year old. Uh, well, I'm taking I'm taking a seventeen year old, so it it Oof. should be good. Yeah. We should we should have a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah that'll be that'll be great. I think I I have always wanted to stay in that uh Epcot area of you know, Epcot resort area. Um but yeah. yeah. Cool. Should be fun. Well, today though, we're back in California. Now, as a reminder, before we get into the episode, tell us again what you do for a living and who you work for. I work for Walt Disney TV animation. I work in the development department. I I'm an editor, and uh, that means that I collaborate with the show creators on creating a pilot episode for a Disney Channel, Disney Junior, or Disney Plus show. Uh, I am also a, uh, I have a couple Disney Parks related books. So uh, that's kind of who I am. Tell us the name of the ones uh, that they can get right now. Right now, you can order Making Magical Memories, a father and son's handbook to the Disneyland Resort. Um, that was written pre galaxy's edge, just an FYI. And I'm finishing right now, um, Walt Disney world for the Disneylander. And that'll be out hopefully before the end of the year. Awesome. So cool. Well, today we're going to take a stroll down, uh, part of California adventure, the paradise pier slash Pixar pier slash paradise gardens area. I always call it. The, the backside of the park back there. So uh, we'll kind of talk a little bit about history. We'll share some thoughts and uh, 
and we'll talk about the changes that we've had over the years. But I think it's important, Bryce, that we set the table as to what California Adventure is, what it was. And, you know, it was basically, you know, California Adventure is built where the old parking lot was, uh, which still blows my mind. I'm old enough to remember parking out there. Same. But but, uh, it was opened on the cheap. And what blows my mind is that Disney now fully acknowledges it. Yep. They full on say, hey, we we kind of we built it a little bit too cheap and it was they needed other attractions. And the other thing is it was always meant at the time, not always, but at the beginning, it was meant to be a half day park. It's yeah. not meant to be a full day. And it was also meant to be the non Disney park. And that's important as we talk about the transformation from Paradise Pier to Pixar Pier. It was supposed to be, you know, not really the uh, characters. It was not going to be Disney characters. It was supposed to be, hey, if you come to California, we're going to give you all the California stuff. So they wanted to recreate Hollywood and kind of compete with Universal Studios as well. Does that sound uh, kind of right? Yeah. Yeah. So Paradise Pier originally was built based on the Victorian boardwalks that were once found along the coast of California. There are still two prominent ones. Have you spent any, or I guess there are three. There's the one down in San Diego too. Yeah. I've mostly out of these three have been more to Santa Monica. Yeah. Yeah. The Santa Monica beer is really fun. I, I grew up in the Bay area. So Santa Cruz was about 40 minutes from my house yeah. and they do a nice job kind of recreating what the pier is like without all of the trash and people harassing you. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's nice. Uh, one point that I read in doing research on this is it's a good point. Pixar pier is not actually a pier, <laughs> right? I, I, I read that in your notes and I was kind of laughing about it. Cause I'm like, you know, when you're walking and you feel that wood on your feet in certain parts, um, yeah. you know, but I, I'd argue that's, that's, that's a pier. It's a fake pier, you know, uh, but I yeah, get it. I, mean, I get it. Yeah. It is a wa- water side. It's not an actual yeah. pier that goes out, but it, yeah, it's not a real pier, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, that's all right. Uh, that just kind of made me laugh. That in and of itself uh, explains like the history of California adventure. <laughs> it's not an actual, <laughs> you know, it's not an actual theme park. It's, uh, at least at the beginning, you know? It's yeah. not a full day theme park. It's more of a half day theme park. Yeah. 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 It's uh, so funny. Um, they, uh, you know, and this was, you know, if, if California Adventure was opened on the cheap, mm-hmm. Paradise Pier was opened on the mega cheap. I mean, yeah. it was how cheap can we do it? Standard roller coasters, standard kind of uh, a little bit of standard everything really yeah. uh, off the shelf. So, uh, so it opened in 2001. Um, so it did open. When's the, when's the first time that you went, uh, in 2001. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we went, we went not long after it opened. How about you? <laughs> I didn't make it till 2005. Uh, 2005. Yeah. I, I, you know, we, at that point we didn't live in California anymore. And, um, I think the only reason we came back to California was for funerals. And I remember going to Disneyland in 2001 and my parents being like, yeah, we're not going to California adventure. Yeah. Like it's, it's not worth it. (laughs) Um, 
And then when I, you know, I spent some time out of the country and came back, then the next time we went, you know, I got a three day pass and went. But by that time, there was, you know, Tower of Terror and more exciting things at the park. And so there was more of a pull to go over there anyway. Mm, So anyway, yeah, I was just curious. No, in 2001, we went when it first opened and we were very excited. And it was kind of cool because my kids were very little uh, at the time and they had the sunshine, whatever became Bugs Land, Sunshine Terrace or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and they they had, uh, gosh, I don't remember what that was called. But but anyway, they had a lot of cool stuff for really little kids there, which was great for my little kids. Um, and I got to ride superstar limo. So that's a story for another day <laughs> that I actually got to ride it's an episode for another day. Yes, exactly. So the area was in 2001. Uh, so we're going to talk about a couple different parts. There's there, there was, there was paradise pier and then there was also paradise gardens, which is kind of the, the other end. Um, it started making its transformation into Pixar pier, uh, in 2008 with, Toy Story Midway Mania. And this is interesting. This is kind of at the time. So again, when it opened, you could not find Disney IP almost anywhere. Like right. you really walked around and it was it was like California. Everything was California. Hey, California. Yeah. And even, you know, the 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 wheel was a giant sunshine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was California screaming and everything else. And guess what their number one complaint they had from people? What's that? Where's Disney? Yeah. Where's the IP? Yep. We came to a freaking Disney park. We want IP. And uh, so this transformation kind of began around 2007, 2008. Started in other parts of the park uh, that they started putting in different things. But in 2008, that that's when um, Toy Story Midway Mania opened up. And it was the first in this kind of series of theming upgrades. Uh, you know, the sun wheel became Mickey's fun wheel. And yeah. uh, they, they started putting in IP whenever they could because they realized that's why people go to a Disney park. Um, do you remember riding Toy Story Mania, Midway Mania the first time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What did you think? Oh, I I loved it. I mean, I still love it. But I remember going for the first time and just feeling like it was something so new and different than the other, you know, we mm. I loved Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters at that point in the yeah. park. And my son was, Oh, I'm going to say one and a half when we went on it. And so it was like, Oh, we can all go. Oh, we can, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, I just remember going on it and feeling super excited about it and wanting to go on it immediately again. Yeah. Midway Mania is so fun, and we're going to get we're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive into it in, in a little bit. But this was really the transformation that happened um, in 2010. World of Color opened, and I remember I remember going to I that for the first time too. Very, I was very skeptical of it. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know how good this is going to be. Yeah, we already have Fantasmic. Fantasmic is so awesome. Yeah, and then it completely blew my mind. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but when Tron Legacy came out, they had a special edition of World of Color that was Tron, and it was all these scenes from Legacy, and it it was just amazing. Oh man, I 
I don't, I miss that. I would love to have seen that, but I wasn't, I just wasn't 15 minutes from the park. Like I am now at that point, (laughs) you know? Yeah. With your, with your awesome free pass now too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's been a long time since we've seen World of Color because it was shut down for a very, very long time before the parks even closed. Yeah, they so were doing all that while. maintenance on the um, yeah. water <laughs> water pumps. Yeah. 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 And we'll, we'll get into some of these. Uh, again, we'll get more into some of these uh, attractions. But they added the Silly Symphony Swings at the same time. Uh, they changed Mulholland Madness into Goofy Sky School. And uh, they also changed uh, the theater into the Little Mermaid. So it was a it was a total reimagining. It opened uh, Pixar Pier. Pixar Pier itself opened June twenty third, twenty eighteen, um, and then the area that includes Paradise Gardens, which is Goofy's Sky School, the Silly Symphony Swings, Jumping Jellyfish, all of that. That's when it was renamed Paradise Gardens. So it was all Paradise Pier. And then they split it into Paradise Gardens and into uh, Pixar Pier. So uh, overall, you know, you spent some time at, with with Paradise Pier, yeah. And now, now Pixar Pier. Mm-hmm. What was your takeaway? What was your takeaway on the changes they made? Well, I'm going to mess you up and talk about one attraction that Please I thought do. was really oh, funny: great. the Malaboomer. Did you yes. ever do the Malaboomer? Oh, yes, I did the Malaboomer. And uh, I thought it was funny how, you know, depending on which side of it you're on, you either get this great view of the park (laughs) or of like the convention, you know, the convention center and the Garden Grove residential parking. Yeah. (laughs) And Uh, part of me really liked the Malaboomer for that reason. But I just thought it was funny. It was like so quick to get out of there. And then it was like, what are they putting back there? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. You know? And I, yeah. I want to say that's where the inside out ride is now. Yeah. That um, is where the inside out ride is. I did get to see that. Uh, I haven't been on it, but I did get to see that's it. A, that's a big hit with my youngest, even yeah. though it's basically uh flicks flyers repurposed. Right. The um, decor and atmosphere around it. Uh, are super fun and very cute. Yeah, they themed it very, very well. I, I remember riding the Malaboomer and getting off, and we had waited like 40 minutes or something like that. And right. I remember getting off going, we waited for that. Right. Well, <laughs> it was a pretty quick, quick attraction. And, and going back to your question, I think that's the point of all of this, is that can you experience the thing that you just did only at a Disney park? Or is it at Knott's? Is it at Six Flags? And I think that's yeah. what the problem was with Malaboomer was that you could do that ride anywhere, you know? You could do and it at a state fair. Exactly. I mean, it really was. My, was a state fair attraction. Now, Sean, have you ever been to Lagoon in, in just north of Salt Lake City in Utah? This is terrible. I have lived in Utah for 20 years. I've never been to Lagoon. Guess what? I've never been either. And my wife had a rule when we were at California Adventure. We don't ride rides. We don't do rides at California Adventure that we can do at Lagoon. (laughs) And I said, well, but we don't go to Lagoon. She goes, that's right. So (laughs) I think about that all the time when we're joking and talking about 
new attractions at at the parks because you don't pay to get into a Disney park to do the bumper cars and to yeah, do exactly. you know to the thing is like the the rides like I should say attractions the attractions like Flix Flyers Jesse's Carousel uh, all of the things that are there now. Yep. You you can do that very specific action at any other park, but the experience is so different because exactly of yeah. the time and the detail. And I think that's the major difference between the Pixar Pier and uh, Parad- you know, Paradise Pier. I, I always hesitate to say Paradise Pier because the hotel is still named uh, you know, yeah. the Paradise Pier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and which is fitting because it is, it is the fourth best hotel owned and run by Disney at Disneyland. (laughs) And there are only three hotels and it's still placed as fourth. I, it is that bad. I've heard that bad of a hotel. I stayed there in 2007 and I had a, or 2008 and I had a park view. Uh, I'm sorry. It was 2007. And, remember thinking, okay, cool. But it was like the holiday in. Now that being said, I've had several friends uh, who I work with. Cause when you work at Disney, you do get cast member discounts on hotels and they have really pushed sometimes on using your discount to stay at paradise pier. And other people have gone to stay there re- more recently and said, Oh, it's a lot better than it used to be. Like I, I, I hope up. so because but I know it, Everyone's always like, yeah. well, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to find that out. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to try it out for what you spend to stay there. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's, it's, uh, I would, I would take your wife's rule and stay and say, we do not stay at a Disney run hotel, uh, to get the experience we could get for a Disney good partner hotel. Exactly. A good neighbor hotel, because that's what it is. It doesn't even feel like you're actually at a Disney hotel. Right. Whereas the Disneyland hotel, uh, and, and grand Californian are, you know, well, no, the, world apart. the hotels on the opposite side of the park on the East side of the park are so much better now too. Like the, the courtyard yeah. Marriott with the little water park and Howard John right. steps up the water yep. park, you know, Anyway, yeah, those are more fun for sure. So, well, the 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 I'm I'm okay with a, you know, we'll refer to it as Paradise Pier as it was. Yeah. Um and walking along the 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 Paradise Pier area, uh you have the games of the boardwalk. Which have you ever played I'm a gonna, game at the boardwalk? I have. That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, I have never yes, I, I have. I'm I may have given a child money to play once, but I if I have, I don't remember when. Yeah, when it first opened, and I don't remember what one it was. I think we had to roll, roll little balls up, and it was like to make your horse go or something. We did mm-hmm. it with our kids, and then I was kind of like, I kind of had the realization I had when I was fourteen, and I used to spend a lot of money at Starcade. Yeah, and I went, why? Why am I playing games at Starcade for money? Right. When I already paid money to get in to get here, in. what are we doing? Yep. So. Uh, games of the boardwalk is still there. Mm-hmm. They're a little um, bit, I think there's less games than there used to be. It's more shopping now. Yep. It's a cute that shop. To me, yep. There's that. It's a cute candy store back there now too. They have a, uh, bing bong. Bing bong. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's bing bong's candy store. Um, I, I, you know, to me, that is one big piece of property 
that would be great to tear down and create a full attraction there. You know, it's a long stretch of land, yeah. uh, you know, that, that the, that it's just the games and the shopping and they could, they could probably figure out some type of attraction there. But, it, you know, I will say the, the Pixar pier retheming of that area, they did a phenomenal job. Like it, it feels like you are in a completely different place. And I, I really wasn't sure. Uh, the original games were Boardwalk Bowl, Dolphin Derby. Maybe that's what we played was Dolphin Derby. San Joaquin Valley, Shore Shot, Angels in the Outfield, Newhall Fishery, and Cow Winga Pass. So these are all references to this. This park was like, it was almost like they wanted someone to walk next to you saying, hey, you're in California. Right. Hey, check it out. It's California. Yeah. It was a celebration of all things California. So uh, in 2008, with the construction beginning on Toy Store Midway Mania, many of the original were either closed or rethemed. This was a $1.1 billion expansion, uh, which is pretty amazing. So now they've got Goofy about fishing, Casey at the Bat, Bullseye Stallion Stampede, and the Dumbo Bucket Brigade. But, you know, do you ever see many people really playing those games? I've seen a few people playing it. And and keep in mind that when the parks are open and life is normal, we're, we're probably in, in that area, you know, twice a month. Yeah. So I do, I, I do see, you know, depending on how busy the parks are, uh, I do see people back there, but uh, you know, it's not, it's not like it's flourishing with long lines. Yeah, well, they've they've changed them again now. Now they're Pixar games. Yeah. So Bulls Bullseye Stallion Stampede remained, of course, because that's Bullseye from Toy Story. Toy Story. But then the other three great games were turned into La Luna Starcatcher, Wally Space Race, and Heimlich's Candy Corn Toss. Nice. Which just makes me miss Heimlich's Choo Choo Train so <laughs> so much. Side note: uh, I know that's not this episode. Uh, we'll do one on. Bugs Land at some point, but during the coronavirus, when we were really, really locked down, I mean, we took it seriously for about a month. We were just in the house, me, my wife, and and my one son who's left at home. And every night we'd we'd watch ride throughs, and some nights just to bug my wife, I would I would get to choose, and I would do Heimlich's Choo Choo Train. <laughs> You're like it's a sh- it's very sweet, literally. <laughs> it's literally sweet. Uh, so that's the games of Pixar Pier. Uh, what else is there? There's Jesse's Critter Carousel. There's a character meet and greet now, right there, for Pixar characters. Which oh, you're totally right. You're uh, totally right. Which uh, you know, there's uh, that space, and we've seen Sully there. We've seen Joy. Um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think who else I've personally seen. uh, We took a picture with Buzz Lightyear there. Yep. Yeah, it's a good spot. I think it works. I think that now that area complements uh, itself. And there's the the inside out themed hot dog stand um, for, you know, hot, uh, like spicy dogs uh, with anger. And then there's the um, buzz. If you've seen the uh, Toy Story short, small fry, um, Mm. there's a themed chicken shop fried chicken shop and that's the fried chicken stand now that's right there yeah they've got a lot of good food let's see scrolling i've got the uh 
we got the restaurants. Yeah. The restaurants down there. Um, so the, the restaurants that they've got down there, well, we'll, we'll get back into okay, those. We'll get there. We'll get those. We'll get those in a second too. But, uh, yeah, it, they, they really did a nice job. I feel like Pixar pier was a, a nice, you know, uh, a nice adjustment up for sure. I mean, it definitely a lot better. Uh, Jesse's critter carousel. Uh, that's the carousel. Now it was King Triton's carousel of the sea, mm-hmm. uh, which not, was a Disney thing, but not, it wasn't totally little mermaid themed though. It didn't like no. go full, like the characters that were on the ride, you know, it was just like otters fish. Yeah. Still had that very much Santa Monica Pier feel. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was going to say they, they've still very much let's go shopping at the the ride store and pick out a ride yeah. and then put, put some little mermaid music to it. And that's really what it was. But then Jesse's critter carousel Mm -hmm. uh, changed and uh, was reopened in 2019. Can you believe that was just last year that that happened? Crazy, Yeah. I remember Uh, we went on that. What do you think of that? I think it's cute. I like, I love the, you know, the uh, large Jesse statue outside. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. Um, and I like the character design of all the uh, critters that you write on. I think that the design fits well. It's exactly opposite of what California Venture was on opening day. Yeah, it's very themed and especially kind of nice. I mean, you've kind of got Toy Story Lane right there, you know, because mm-hmm. you've got Jesse's Critter Carousel goes right into... Uh, Midway Mania, you know, where you've got Mr. Potato Head out there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we already talked a little bit about the Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind and the Malaboomer. You know, you mentioned that it's really just Flicks Flyers. And when I found out that's what they were doing, I was bugged. I was like, come on, guys, really? Was that a pun? That's on the weakest. Uh, <laughs> it was not, but thank you for catching it. Uh, I was annoyed and bugged. It was bugged 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 Uh, you so much yeah it really was obnoxious i was like you're you know of and of all the attractions flicks flyers are you kidding me then when i saw it to your point it's it's awesome they they themed the heck out of that and it looks really good great great attraction uh let's jump over to california screaming which uh california screaming when the park opened um you know that was it was such a big, big deal. Um, it's the only roller coaster at the Disneyland Resort yeah. with an inversion, mm-hmm. and it's the fastest uh, at the park. And whereas Disney World also has, uh, well, they don't have this attraction, but they do have the Aerosmith attraction. Yeah, that uh, that does have inversion. Uh, one weird thing to me about uh, first of all, California Screamin' and Credicoaster a little bit different. So let's stay on California Screamin'. Okay. It seems like the line is never as long as I expect it. Yeah. It moves Why quickly. do you think I that think is? They, it moves pretty quickly. They load 16, you know, 32 people at a time. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It's like the um, the line is never longer than you expect it to be unless you try to go single rider and then it takes forever. Why is that? Isn't that the truth? Single rider. I've had single rider take longer than the yep. posted time. Yep. Yeah. 
And it's so let's talk about the line. You know, we'll do an episode at some point on California Screaming. That is the weirdest line. Uh, even still, I mean, they didn't change anything in the line yeah. or in Credit Coaster. You wiggle around, then you go up the stairs, then you go down the stairs. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like the most inefficient line. Yeah, they're really and then, compact you know, in if, there. And if you need accessibility, they've got the elevator, but then you kind of come out of the elevator to people already there. And sometimes there ends up being a jam down at the bottom, especially if you've done single rider and you all come out of the elevator for single rider. And then they're not sure who who's first, really. They just start grabbing people. Yeah. It does feel a little bit like chaos. Yeah, absolutely. What did you think of the original, the California Screaming? I I liked it. I I, I um I really liked the music. I thought the music was great. Um, it was, you know, it's, it's that whole thing where there's not, there's not much of a theme. I don't know how you really theme an old school wooden coaster other than it's a supposed to feel like an old school wooden coaster, you know? Um, but I, I have no qualms. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was really a big fan of it. And I, I agree. It's a, it was, it was a true roller coaster, yeah. you know, and, and, and if you love roller coasters, it's a great one. It's a really great roller coaster. I I have to say, I kind of did the same thing when I heard, okay, they're just taking it and then they're going to retheme it into the Incredicoaster. Yeah. Uh, I, I was, I was like, what, what are we doing here? This can't be right. And I had very low expectations of Incredicoaster, what was your take when you first wrote in Credit Coaster? Um, I'm I'm biased. Um, I I thought it was better. I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than I liked it more. But it also I, it's always nice to get a refresh. I think. Yeah. And that was a good refresh. And the reason I say I'm biased is because um, one of my friends that I've worked with. Um, Teddy Newton did the uh, did a lot of the art that's featured on the sides. And then as you walk in, uh, that's on the walls and stuff. A lot of the murals are all his design as he did the character design on the Incredibles. Mm. And so I'm totally biased because I I love that stuff. And and Teddy wrote a lot of the Jack Jack sequences. Um, He wrote Jack Jack Attack. And so I'm totally biased because now I'm. but I just don't know how anyone, you know, when great movie ride closed and they said, Hey, yeah. we're going to do great. We're going to put great movie right away. And we're going to do a Mickey mini theme thing. There's a huge uproar. There, I don't remember much of an uproar of we're going to close down California screaming and change it. Right. I, I think there were a lot of people that I read were saying more of just tear it down. Yeah. You yeah. know, just, just tear it down and, and put up something else. But uh, I have to say, this was one of the most pleasant surprises mm-hmm. I have ever seen from from Disney. I mean, it's 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 amazing. I think that it what blows me away about it is it doesn't feel at all like uh, the ride was ever there before. Right. It feels to me like that ride was built to be the Incredicoaster yeah. and it's so fast. And the fact that you're, you know, that you're, you're running along with them is awesome. I just think everything they did was awesome. And then when you pull back in and, the, 
And there's Jack Jack all huge and uh, everything about it. Yeah. Stuff with Edna Mode is phenomenal. It's great. Yeah. Like I, I just I I love it. I loved it before as a ride. I would say it was it was a ride. Now it's an attraction. I yeah. don't know if that makes any sense. Oh, it makes sense. That's that's the yeah. whole thing about California Adventure in general. Now was that right? You know, it used to yeah. be a play. You know, uh, a theme park, and now it's a Disney park. And I didn't know this. I, I threw this in there. The tubes that the coaster shoots through it, it shows scenes, which you know you've got. Uh, the mom stretching out and you've got all kinds of cool stuff, mm-hmm. but also uh, it's to enable the coaster to comply with Orange County sound ordinances. Oh yeah. Uh, projecting the screams of the riders toward the park and away from Anaheim and Garden Grove. <laughs> that's pretty great. I did not know that. That's fine. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I think uh, I want to say those characters in there and you should look this up for the future episode are 3d printed characters. that were like really, really long. So yeah, they're that, huge. That's something else to look yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. They did a great job and, and it goes along so well with dash. You feel like you're, you just basically feel like you're dash running through the whole yep. thing. It's very totally. cool. Yeah. Uh, let's jump over to Mickey's fun wheel slash sun wheel slash Pixar pal around. <laughs> um, are you a big fan of this attraction? Um, yeah, my kids love it. That's the thing is it's, I'm totally influenced by you know, whether the kids like it or not, my daughter, my five-year-old loves the Ferris wheel because she likes to get a good, you know, bird's eye view of everything going on. She just, it's a good chill out ride. That being said, she will never go on the fast one. Yeah. So let's talk about, I don't know if I've ever been on it, ever been on their cars. So, I mean, basically it's a Ferris wheel and some of the Ferris wheel, I, I, gondolas is that it yeah gondolas i guess is that what you'd call those yeah gondolas so some of them are fixed like a regular gondola on a ferris wheel you go round and round others are on rollers and apparently this is what makes it an eccentric wheel an eccentric wheel means that they're on sliding or rolling uh gondolas and so as it goes around you kind of roll back and forth and swing i've been on both uh quite a few times on both of them as I am getting older, I prefer the fixed ones now. Yeah. <laughs> Get that little bit of a stomach, a uh, little bit of a stomach wince, you know, as you're, oh, For man, sure. it feels like you're going to fall out. The one thing, I, so it started out as a sun wheel and the sun wheel just had a giant sunshine on it. And that was kind of the symbol uh, or one of the symbols, at least of California Adventure. And then they changed it to being uh, Mickey's Fun Wheel, and they put Mickey's face on it. Yeah. And then it became Pixar Pal Around. Uh, you know, I know you had to make it Pixar. Right. I miss. There's not a lot of Pixar right. theming. Right. Like you, you know, you don't really know whose car you're in. You don't really, you know, it's fine. But the attraction was great before. I do love that you can see the the views you get from it are phenomenal. It's just an awesome view. The downside is. That line, if it's 20 minutes, it feels like it is an hour and a half. Right. That is one of the worst. And, and it boards so slowly. And if it's, if it's 90 degrees, 95 degrees, that line is brutal. Yeah. Yep. But otherwise, really fun. Yeah. If you can get it to, you know, to me, about 20 minutes. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Ride it every time. We ride it almost every time we go to the parks. Yep. 
So it's it's a lot of fun, but that's the eccentric wheel. But yeah, I don't know that the Pixar, uh, you know, I don't know how much all the Pixar stuff added to it. I mean, my kids um, like to go on it and go, oh, we got this person. Oh, we got Miguel from Coco, you know. And then when yeah, we're on it, Steve, it's, oh, look, cool. it's sadness. So, <laughs> it makes it not a Lagoon attraction. Yes. Right, yeah, right. It, it is. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, we did talk already a little bit about Midway Mania, about when it was put in. Midway Mania is uh, also found in other parks. Uh, the games of Midway Mania, I wanted to ask if you had a favorite. So the, the Midway Mania games, there's pie throw practice where you practice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you uh, then there's the ham and eggs game. Uh, Rex and Tricky's, Trixie's dino parts yep. where you throw darts. Uh, green army men shoot camp, yep. which is the baseball plate breaking. Break those uh, plates. Buzz light years. Yep. <laughs> oh, I miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the buzz light year ring toss and then. Uh, Woody's Rootin' Tootin' Shootin' Gallery, the Suction Cup. Do you have a favorite out of those? I mean, I really like the uh, Woody and Jesse section. But yeah. I think that I, well, I score the best on Buzz's ring toss. Oh, yeah, um, the ring toss. You know, because you yeah. can sneak in four or five rings onto one target if your timing's mm. right. So when that 5,000 point target comes up, you know, and you hit five of them on it before it takes off. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. Um, but yeah, by the time I'm on the uh, mine train area of Woody's, my arm is starting to get sore and I have to remember that I'm an adult. <laughs> you know? Well, I am, I am uh, 48 years old and I hate to admit it, but I have woken up with uh, sore joints the day after doing this attraction. <laughs> oh, man. Because it's quite a bit, man. It's a lot to pull. I, I think my favorite is the uh, baseball with the plate breaking. I think that's my favorite uh, when you're you're breaking plates. I like watching for the big plates to come up. So I was waiting for you to have an ad for AARP in there right after you. <laughs> like, thanks to my thanks AARP for, coverage. Thanks for listening to this podcast. As brought Use to you Castle Collective <laughs> at checkout to get 15% uh, off. Bryce, I am not far from it. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. I'm closer by the moment. Uh, then the restaurants in the area. So the Lamplight Lounge was Ariel's Grotto. I haven't been in okay, it I love, since they changed. I go love ahead. Lamplight Lounge. We go there. We, yeah. we ate there on Christmas Eve last year. Wow. Tell us about it. Um, here's the thing about Lamplight. You know, Ariel's Grotto was fun because it was a character place. Um, and if you're a diehard uh, Disneyland frequenter, you uh, like to... Oh, I'm spacing on it. All of the names, number one, because of Corona. Number two, because <laughs> I'm on the spot. But you would go eat at the uh, bar on the backside. Right. Did you ever, yeah. did you ever eat at the, have you ever had gone yeah. to the bar? Right. Yep. And yep. it's still there and whatever. Um, but, uh, all that food's good and you can get that yep. at the restaurant now at Pixar, uh, at Lamplight Lounge. <laughs> but, um, the, the potato wedges are a plus. 
Mm. And I'm not talking like TGI Fridays, appetizer, baked potato wedges. These are like, oh man, they're so well done. Um, and, and do, very, do they still have the lobster mac and cheese? It's the lobster nachos is what lobster nachos. That's what it yes, was. Yes, you can still get that. You can also get that with tri-tip if you don't like lobster. Um, mm, you can delicious. do that as well. Um, but their drink menu is great. I don't drink alcohol, but you can get plenty of, uh, um, you know, fake alcoholic beverages yeah. like a nojito or the my favorite is the <laughs> the pina colada, which is basically <laughs> the pina colada with uh, raspberry in it, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, we, you know, the whole family likes something. My kids are picky eaters. Everyone in our family likes something that's at um, at the restaurant at Lamplight Lounge. And some days it's a, we run, you know, we send one kid to go run and go get a reservation because nice. they, it's hard to get a reservation there, but you can yeah. typically get a walk-in because there's a lot of uh, dining for walk-ins versus. Um, That's a good tip. You know, um, but you'll sit at more of like a lounge style seating right. area versus a table. Yeah, and one one thing I'm assuming they still have, because again, I've walked past it, but I haven't been in it. When it was Ariel's Grotto, they used to have a dining package for World of Color, and it was expensive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I want to say it was 50 bucks a person or something like that, or yeah. 40 bucks a person. But you would sit outside and you could actually watch, well, they had a couple of options. One was you could watch World of Color from the actual patio. Yeah. Which was pretty amazing. But the other is that they would give you a reserve spot. And that was really fun. I, we, I did that with two of my daughters and they both remember it. And it was just, it was really cool. So definitely I'm excited to check out Lamplight Lounge next time I go. I will check it out for sure. I know sure. we'll have to go. Yeah. You'll have to let me have know. To go. I'll show you that we'll split yes. the potato wedges and then you'll be like, I'm, gosh dang it, we should have got our own. Bryce, I'm in. Then we'll order a second one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also over there, have you tried Jack Jack Cookie Num Nums? Oh, fantastic. The it's smell, huge, right? The smell in and of itself. Yes. The smell should be illegal because it's entrapped. It's so good. Like you can't walk past without getting a cookie. You can't eat that cookie without a fork either. No, it's huge it's and like it's melty. You exp- it's more like Chicago deep dish cookie. That's what it's like, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so thick. And, and you're huge. like, where's the milk? You know? Uh, yes. And they do serve milk. I know. Cause I bought milk with it last time. Yep. And it's phenomenal. Uh, they got the poultry palace. I've never eaten there. Um, I don't know if you have. Yep. Uh, yep. What is, is that like chicken fingers? No, it's like a fried chicken. Um, nice. Yeah. So you can just get like some drumsticks and things like that. I yeah. think it comes with and three then, drumsticks uh, for like 10 bucks. Nice. And then Angry Dogs, we we talked about mm-hmm. a little bit. It's where you can get a very spicy dog. Yep. I've had that. Delicious. Yeah. So, so good. Um, adorable Snowman Frosted Treats. I'd love to try. The line is if I'm not, so long every time I go. I was going to say, if I'm not going to wait a half an hour for an attraction, I'm oh. not going to wait a half hour for a Snowman Frosted Treat. And there may Why be mobile order so for long? it now, but there wasn't for a long time. Maybe that's the way you know, there's, you know what other thing I love over there. That's so simple. Yeah, it is. Um, right over by the, uh, angry dogs is just a regular old popcorn cart. And, um, 
my wife and I, because every once in a while we'll go without the kids and have like a date night where we mostly just go to eat and hang out. Um, that's awesome. We will get, you know, I've, there's been one or two dates where we go and get a popcorn from that popcorn cart and then hang out and just sit on the bench over there and just kind of watch and talk. Yeah. It's, it's a great little area to sit there by the water. Yeah. Um, they've also got Senor Buzz churros, which so fun. I love that they did something with Senor Buzz because that's one of my favorite parts of all of the, uh, the Toy Story stuff, Senor Buzz, I yeah. think is so funny. Yep. So, and that's really it. I mean, did we miss anything on on Pixar Pier well, slash Paradise Pier? I mean, I, I are you? I guess we're not. No, I think that's it. I'll get to my thing later. <laughs> then we're going down to Paradise Gardens <laughs> yep. now. So Paradise Gardens kind of starts right after, from what I can understand, right after the uh, the feelings, whatever the uh, emotion. Emotion, which should have been called emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, emotional whirlwind. Emotional whirlwind. Yeah. So, um, so starting right after that, they, they now have broken that into Paradise Gardens. One of the first attractions in Paradise Gardens is uh, Goofy's Sky School. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to be Mulholland Madness. And if I'm being honest, Mulholland Madness, I think, was a little bit better branding than Goofy's Sky School. Uh, it's a yeah. wild mouse style ride. It's just gravity. You sit in a car. Uh, it's actually the same attraction. If you're at, uh, if you are at animal kingdom, they, I guess they just closed it. The, the wild mouse ride there where you're running out of time. Yeah. And the dinosaurs are all going to die. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that one's called, but it's the same kind of a thing. Gravity takes you down. Yeah. The Mulhall and madness really fit in with the superstar limo thing. It was all. It was supposed to be that you're on the freeway in L.A., which is madness. Oh, it was wow. crazy. It was always faster yeah. than every freeway in L.A., though. So they had to <laughs> they had to change it. So then they made it Goofy Sky School, and I am I am a large, tall man, and my knees on Goofy Sky School not doing just thing can't for you, take huh? it. Oh gosh, it, they hurt so bad. Yeah, squeezing them in there. So I've. I've been on it a few times. It's kind of been a while. Yeah, my kids love but, it. Uh, do you love the attraction? Yeah, you know what I love about it is that it feels like an old, it's supposed to feel like an old goofy cartoon. Yeah. And and I I like that about it versus the you're on an LA freeway, crazy, you know, uh yep. feel. However, you know, I it's not a ride that I you know, beg to go on, but my kids yeah. definitely do. My my kids, especially as they're creeping into, uh, uh, like getting into uh, coasters and bigger rides, height restrictive rides. This is yeah. one that they definitely, you know, go. Oh yeah, let's let's go do that. Can we go do that? You know. Yeah. 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 I've got it. I. I like it. I mean, I enjoy the ride. It's just, it hurts my knees. It's a lot of fun. And you're right. It does feel like you're in a goofy cartoon. I mean, it's just, it's wild. It's a little bit out of control because it's just gravity taking you down and a lot of fast, fast turns. It's a, it's a whiplash ride. So, but I do enjoy it. But if, uh, if, if being a, uh, larger man doesn't work well with uh, goofy sky school, Let's talk about Silly Symphony Swings. 
for a minute. Right. <laughs> you are you are a very fit man. You're in very good shape. Maybe this is a total non-issue. When was the last time you rode Silly Symphony? So that's another one that the kids... Here, here's the thing that's great about California Adventure and this area of the park. If you're like me and you live close by and you go for three hours, you can get five or six attractions in if you go to this yeah. area. Because... But I guarantee you that every time you'll get a little bit sick because of rides like this one of silly symphony swings. <laughs> um, my youngest was just, you know, probably a year before Corona was really interested in doing that. But the only way she can go on is if she's on the double swing set. Yeah. So I'm doing it with her and I'm doing my best to like, okay, look forward, look forward, look forward, you know, as I'm spinning around, you know, focus on something, you know, uh, just trying to not, get sick and make the mistake of right know, looking elsewhere um, in order to get more dizzy. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of <laughs> how it is. It's just, that's the design. The kid, my kids love it though. And it's yeah. way better as, you know, the silly symphony than it was as the orange stinger. Yeah. The orange stinger had the weird buzzing the entire time. Yeah. It did smell like orange which was fun. I did enjoy that part. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, that you got the orange smell I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that annoying buzzing noise, it's a fun attraction. The thing for me is I am just large enough that I climb into it. A, it's not easy to get out, No. (laughs) but I am wedged in there and it rides up my crotch (laughs) and then you start swinging. And then that means additional pressure. Right. I, the last time I rode it was probably 10 years ago. Man, I had a bad experience on it. So I swore off that for life. I said, I am done. No more uh, with the Silly Symphony. But my kids love it. Uh, I do love it. Just not willing sure. to put up with the pain of it. Right. Uh, wedging in there. So, yeah. Um, then you've got the jumping jellyfish. You've still got kids young enough to enjoy the jumping jellyfish. Yeah. My, uh, again, same kid. Loves uh, every once in a while. Loves the jumping jellyfish. You know what's fun about? I think it's funny that jumping jellyfish. You have to be forty inches tall to go on it. Did you know that? Yeah. No, come on, really? Yeah, it's like a little kid ride where you have a huge height restriction. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, that seems really silly. But what's uh fun about it is when um they are doing any of the shows right there, like during, um, yeah. Like the Mulan yeah, or the, or the Coco. Yeah. When they do the Coco, Coco show, yeah. you get an awesome view of the whole crowd around oh, that's cool. doing it. Anyway, it's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a, it's a fun attraction. Um, it's basically a junior version of Mulhall or of a uh, Malibuomer. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, it just goes up and it comes down. That's all it does. Yep. Uh, but I, I enjoy it. Uh, it's cute. My kids are all, you know, so old we don't go on it anymore. But uh, this brings us to the Golden Zephyr. And I'm going to shock you right now and say one of my favorite attractions at California Adventure. I love the Golden Zephyr. I love it. I love everything yeah. about it. And I don't know why I love it. Why do I love that attraction? You just have some sort of emotional attachment with your father. <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds like a different kind of session you're going to need to go yeah. through to figure out. Uh, maybe so, because, man, I love it. Yeah. It is awesome. And you get to, you know, it spins around and uh, it's so much fun. You You're able to. You're able to see it, you know, you're able to see everything in the park. It gives you great views. And I always love, I always love anything with great views. So yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I seriously think it's just such a cool, cool attraction. So yeah, very, very fun. You basically just sit in these, uh, Zephyrs, you sit in these blimps yeah, and go around. The only thing is if it's windy, they shut it down. Yeah. This, this one does not operate in the rain or, or anything. Uh, then that takes us over to little mermaid. Now, before we do, do you remember golden dreams? I never, what was there I never, before. I never watched it. I never saw it. So golden dreams, it was, uh, the palace of fine arts, which is in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically built a reproduction for this and it was a, like a, um, circle vision theater. And they had the history of California, you can see it on YouTube. You should go check it out. It's a weird movie. Like they reenact all these different great things in California. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot about the gold rush and a lot about uh, immigration and and then quite a bit about the movies in the early era. But but it was hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. This was when Disney was having its renaissance because Whoopi was also, she was in uh, Superstar Limo. Yeah. And so... Uh, She's the host and she just keeps popping up randomly in, in in the different scenes from that era. Like it's, it was a strange movie, but they had the montage at the end that is very akin to America. Right. Oh, I totally know the song. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it's all about California and you're, you know, you have so golden dreams instead of golden wings. uh, Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, you know, it was fine. I remember seeing it. You had to stand, you know, you weren't allowed to sit on the railings and but they took it out. They put in the little mermaid Ariel's undersea adventure. Um, what do you think of, what do you think of uh, undersea adventure? It was a step in the right direction of rebranding California adventure. I think it's a great dark ride. It's the same ride that's in Fantasyland and Disney world, isn't it? Roughly. Is it the same? I mean, as a, uh, in Fantasyland, yeah, I mean, not the yeah, Voyage of Little Mermaid. Not the Voyage of the Little no, Mermaid. No, no, I'm trying to yeah. remember. I think it's, it's in New Fantasyland. Exactly the same. I don't know if it's exactly the same, but it's. I know it, that it, the line. I know the line is way better at Disney World. Yeah, but that's one that we didn't discuss in our Disneyland versus Disney World. I kind of forgot that it was there, but yeah, the line is good. Yeah, it's a very similar attraction. Very, yeah. very similar. So, um, yeah, I think that. We like the ride. We go on it all the time, all the time. If if it's like if that for me is like the barometer of how busy is California Adventure. Oh my gosh! I was just about to say the exact <laughs> it's same like, thing. If that if that line is twenty five minutes, it's time to go home. Yeah, just don't even bother. You know? Don't even but waste your. What's time. been interesting though is since Bugs Land closed, that line has gotten so much longer because they took so many other things away that yes. little kids were able to do and so yep. it flooded that um that queue with families looking for what the next option is and then monsters inc was closed for a little bit of time too and man now between 
because Bugs Land's gone, that line for Monsters, Inc. And for Little Mermaid is definitely more crowded than it has been. Yep. Yep. It's, I, I agree with you a hundred percent, especially on the, it being a barometer and, and, and when, when the park is medium busy, it's usually only a five, seven minute line. It's an Omni mover ride. So it keeps going. Uh, we, we, a lot of times, you know, you know, a lot of times I get over to the park early evening or late afternoon. Uh, so I'm not there at rope drop or anything, but sometimes I'll go there and ride that first just to get something. Yeah. Just so I don't open up my day or my evening or whatever, standing in a line. So yeah, I like, I, I love this attraction. The only issue I have with it is it has this abrupt ending where all of a sudden it's like, you know, she's singing the, ah, oh, yeah, Ursula's dying then, in the background. And then Ursula's dying in the background. It's like no conflict, the, the most climactic part of the movie, the most climactic part. And there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, I, I made a note that you got to correct me if I'm wrong, but at between the two Disneyland parks. So, you know, there are different eras. There's the golden era of Disney, which is, you know, Pinocchio and Cinderella mm-hmm. and all that. Then they have what they call the, the, the Renaissance era and the Renaissance era started with little mermaid. And then it was Aladdin, the lion King beauty and the beast. You know, it was the pre Pixar yeah. kind of, have you watched, you know, have you watched waking sleeping beauty, Sean? No. Oh, I don't know. That's what, what you're is. doing. That's that's the next thing you're doing. Pretty sure it's on Disney Plus now. Okay. Waking Sleeping Beauty. It's directed and produced by uh, Don Hahn, who produced uh, Lion King. And uh, oh my gosh, this is just now embarrassing. And uh, Beauty and the Beast. Huh, and cool. you absolutely need to watch it. It's fantastic. And you will like any Disney fan should click in and watch it. I'm double checking that it's on Disney plus right now. Um, I'll go check it out for sure. Should, all of your listeners should watch it as well. Cause it's a fascinating. Uh, yeah. It's on Disney plus. So if that, so if that is the Renaissance era and I'm assuming that's what, is that what the documentary is about? Is yes, that, it's era? All about that rejuvenation of, of Disney animation? Yeah. They had gone on a really bad run for a while and it put out some less, not, not that they were bad movies, but less memorable films. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I think those are kind of the main four. If you know, you've got the Little Mermaid, Aladdin, the Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I don't know if there are any others in that era, but but of those, am I wrong? Is it, this is the only attraction from any of those four? Yeah, or or at least at least right. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Aladdin right. show. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You can you can argue, you know, all oh, there's the flying carpets. You know, ride. But that's the Disney World, right? Right. But that, yeah, no, yeah. You're, you're 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 right. Yeah, there's nothing Beauty and the Beast. There's nothing Lion King. There's nothing Aladdin. Right. There's been parades and little shows from time to time. Yeah, parades and shows. I mean, there was it's Aladdin's Oasis. Yeah, yeah. But as far as true attractions go, I think that's it. Yeah. So I love the Little Mermaid ride. I'll tell you, on a hot day, we'll ride it four or five times sometimes just yeah. to get in and out of the heat. There's good AC and it's. It's just a feel, feel good. When I was there, attraction. when I was there one time, I saw Adam Sandler getting on with his family. Nice. That was my, that was pretty <laughs> funny. That would actually be kind of fun to ride with him. So, right. 
So that's really it. That's Paradise Pier, Pixar Pier, Paradise Gardens. That's a quick kind of overview and recap. Do you kind of feel like we just kind of got to go there? Yeah, a little bit. You know, one thing that I would love to talk about in a different episode is uh, the, like, the, what is it, Food and Wine Festival, Mm. or the California Food, and that's one of the last things I did. um, Yeah, me too. Before COVID hit was I went there uh, with my wife and a friend of ours and just sampled a whole bunch of food. It's one of my favorite things to do now is just to go get a pass. Get the punch card. Get the punch card. And just go grab a bunch of different things. It's a really fun date night. It's a fun, like, no pressure. Yeah. You know, especially if you have an annual pass or a Disney pass like I do, it's a great uh, way right. to spend an evening. And if you're there for a trip and you, you know, you're there for three days, it's a great excuse to just not have theme park food. Yeah. No, it's, it's incredible food and, very diverse, and there's a there's a ton of stuff. I did a, a live video for uh, Word on the Main Street uh, when I was there, and uh, yeah, it's really neat the the way they put that all together is just awesome. We will look forward to the parks opening again. I I think that one thing we can definitely agree on is that all the changes they've made worlds better than where we were. Absolutely. I mean, worlds and worlds better. So. This has been our little trip down Paradise Pier slash Pixar Pier. We'll look forward to it reopening. Hey, folks, what did we miss? What did we get wrong? Uh, Engage with us on social media. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Let us know something that we maybe bagged on that you love or that we love that you hate. Tell us what we missed, what we got wrong. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, I think that's uh, that's about it. Anything to add, Bryce? No, I think you did a good job. All right, my friend, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to all of you for joining us this week on the Castle Collective. See you next time.